that to me is like the biggest honor of my life that I was chosen to raise someone's child. In this episode, you'll hear Alicia Ruiz, who's considering adoption, talk with Aaron Norman, who has adopted two children. Listen as Aaron shares his experiences as a father and Alicia shares her hopes of becoming a mother. I have been married to my husband for almost nine years now. In 2009, I got pregnant and we lost our baby at six and a half months. gestation and since then we've been unable to conceive we had a very complicated process I had a fallopian tube rupture we've seen multiple specialists and every answer has come out there's no medical reason why you can't get pregnant I recently saw the reproductive endocrinologists here at Mayo and they suggested it's IVF and in vitro fertilization is expensive. $15,000 plus the medications for that can easily go up to over $20,000 for a chance, a chance that might not be successful. I'm just not sure that I want to invest 20 plus thousand dollars on something that might not even work. And I've always had it in my heart that we would consider adoption if it ever came to something like that. When I was dating my wife, she explained that in her past, she had really been blessed to um, enjoy so many people who had adopted and seen such um, beautiful children come into their families, and she wanted that for herself someday. So I, I had to get on board. About a year after we were married, we started talking about having kids, and I said, wow, there's a, a Mayo benefit here. This is incredible. We need to take advantage of this if we're really going to adopt because where else can you get like benefits like this? We knew that adoptions were expensive. And so we said, well, let's see what happens. Let's, we get pregnant first, great, but let's put our hat in the circle to try to adopt too and see what happens first. And so we, we got ourselves approved and um, went through the entire process and um, ended up getting placed with a, a baby before we got pregnant. That's amazing. How does your husband feel about it? Because I was a little bit not quite ready yet at some points, and I'm curious how he was. It's hard. He wants to be a dad, and he finds himself saying things, when I have children, they're going to have this, or they're going to have that, or I want them to experience these things, and I want to give them the best life that they can have. But he also knows that it's been a struggle for us, so he kind of emotionally tries to shut himself out of it and say, if we don't have kids, it's okay. You know, we have our family. You're my family. So he wants kids, but he doesn't want the emotional letdown. So he's kind of always had that, like, fear that if we were to adopt, somebody could come and take his baby away. And so it's just like an emotional blockage, but he'll get there. And you guys have adopted how many times now? Twice. Twice. Yep, twice domestically. Um, so our son, Isaac, uh, was born in Georgia in 2010 and then Hattie uh, was born in Ohio in 2013. What type of adoptions do you have with Hattie and Isaac? Yeah so there's three kinds of normal adoptions. You have closed and open. Closed means you have no contact with the birth parents. Open is when you have open contact with the birth parents. We have what's called a semi-open adoption with both of our kids as birth mothers and so in those cases 
if you want to have any contact, it has to go through the, the uh, adoption agency. So what we do is we send letters to the adoption agency and then they can pass that on to um, the birth mothers and vice versa. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's not as normal, but it's it's worked okay for us. Is there like kind of an awkwardness about it? Like knowing this person is a mother to your child or your children, but not present and there's the fear of what happens if they want to all of a sudden come and say I'm your mother I'm here for you yeah so that brings up a lot of different points but like one thing is from a legal perspective once the adoption is is finalized it's legal and that child is is your child legally and that cannot change so no take backs no take backs once once the judge has has declared it to be official it is official and so that that cannot be reversed. But as far as like having that conversation with your children, we talk about it all the time with our kids. And we talk about how they have their birth mothers and um, we pray for them all the time because we think of them as being some of the biggest heroes in our lives and in their children's lives. They chose life for their children. They could have chosen something else. And so they've chosen to give their children life and went through such an incredibly hard process because they wanted something better for their children and they entrusted us to be their parents and it's not something I take lightly at all we love them and we're so thankful for them that's amazing that's it's a blessing for sure I think talking to someone who's been through the process to hear other people's stories would be super helpful totally agree with you that was something we did not have when we were first going through the adoption process and looking back like that's something I wish we had been more thoughtful about trying to pursue. The biggest obstacles that we felt uh, were the unknowns involved with the adoption process. So the waiting period was really hard. The feelings of rejection, we had two placements where they weren't placed in us, but we had been chosen and they fell through. And going through those were really hard. We understood what had happened and we were thankful in both of those cases that the birth mothers were with their children. But for us, it was still a loss. I'm glad that you mentioned that. I think I'll take advantage of the employee assistance program because they have the counselors and people that could also help talk through things. And it sounds like I'll definitely need those because rejection and ultimately things falling through. It's you have to grieve for a baby that's not yours now. Right. It was supposed to be, so. Well, you can contact me and my wife anytime, too. <laughs> definitely. That will definitely happen. I think I'm most nervous about what happens once I have the baby or once the baby, once the child, not necessarily even a baby, is adopted. What happens? How do I actually be a mom? Yeah, we're still waiting for the manual about how to take care of kids. <laughs> they didn't provide that with all the other paperwork. I think for us, um, the moment we saw our children the moment we heard about them even, we fell in love with them. I thought after the first time we adopted, I thought I could never love a child as much as Isaac. And then <laughs> Hattie's placed in our in our arms and it's like, oh my goodness, I really love this child. <laughs> and it was crazy how quickly that happened um, and just how your love for them grows. I am most excited about the opportunity to nurture a child and give the child a chance to flourish and to become who they want to be. I think adopting will definitely fulfill that need. It's amazing. My kids are 
two of the most amazing people I've ever met in my life. We get to have so much fun together. Isaac is a brilliant kid. He's now in the gifted program at school and just really loves and is, excels at sports. Um, he's a great friend to, to other kids, and we just see him as being just this fine young man. Hattie um, is the type of girl that just brings a smile to everyone's face, and she's, she's beautiful, um, but she's also beautiful so much on the inside where she just brings out life in every situation. She's constantly singing and coming up with songs and is so musical and artistic um, and is a leader. She and I get to go on daddy-daughter dates often. It sounds like you and your wife are setting great examples for your children and showing them what a beautiful life. We were, were thankful that we had great parents that were able to model that to us. Would you guys think about adding a third addition to your family? We have talked about that a lot. And so I think at this point in life, we're, we're holding off. But then as the kids get older, we actually are very interested in doing foster care of older children. Older kids in foster care are, are not likely to be adopted. And so what happens is they age out of the system. And so then they have no family for their entire life. And that's heartbreaking to think about. I can't imagine going through life with no one. I think that's fear regarding adoption is the price point because it's so much. I encourage anyone who's who's wanting to adopt and interested in adoption not to let the cost that you see out there um, stop you because you there are ways to uh, find adoptions that don't cost as much. What, what costs the least from a financial perspective? That's foster care. In many cases, the costs are covered by states 100%. Not always, but most of the time. For international, the costs are generally between thirty dollars and $50,000. For domestic private adoptions, which is what we did, the range is generally between $8,000 and $40,000. In each of our cases, it was less than $25,000 um, total. With the mail money and the tax breaks and the garage sales, we honestly ended up only having to pay a couple thousand out of pocket each time, which was made reasonable for us. I mean, that's almost the price of a hospital bill for delivery and pregnancy. Right. So Mayo benefits, I believe, $10,000 reimbursement per mm. adoption. Per correct? adoption. Yeah. It's amazing. That's amazing. It's that's... such a generous <laughs> benefit that uh, we're so thankful for because I don't know that we could have adopted without that. For timing, with international adoptions, they generally take, I think, on average about two to three years. Domestically, um, the wait time can vary a lot. So if you're wanting a child that is likely to look just like you and have the same traits as you, then that process can take three or four years in some cases. Like, But if you're open, the process can be really a matter of months. For us, we were open to any race and we were open to most scenarios. We just said we wanted a newborn. Our son is African-American. Yeah, it took about six months of time. And then for Hattie, it literally took a month after we were approved. It was very, very fast. You can ask your adoption agency, how many children have you placed in the last year or the last two years? Just to try to get a sense. And then also, how many families do you have in your waiting list right now? My husband and I have always said that we would be open to adoption of any race, any gender, pretty much anything. Did your family give you any pushback? regarding the fact that Isaac did not have the same color skin as you. They didn't. Um, our family was always super supportive and was so excited for us when we adopted. 
and they love our children just the same. My grandma, who's 102 years old and has seen very few children of color in her life, absolutely adores my kids. People can change, and it's one thing to be theoretical. It's another when reality hits, and not many people are going to stand their ground on some of those types of beliefs once a child is actually presented in their face and they see how beautiful it is and that it's a child. It doesn't matter what color they are. And so they can see that my family just got more beautiful and more colorful. If you have been through the adoption process, consider sharing your story with friends and colleagues. You never know who it may help.